Hey. Yeah, yeah, I'm on my way. Yeah, I'm headed to the bus stop right now. All right, cool. Talk to you later. Oh, that's just perfect. That's just perfect. Ugh, that's, a, that's rough. That's a perfect end to a perfect day. Oh. Not having the best day, huh? Well, it started out fine. Until I got out of bed. Oh, come on. Can't be that bad. Well, first my car died, so I had to take Uber, and you know how long that takes. I hear you. So I got to work late. And well, I guess I didn't like that job very much anyway. Oh no. Oh no is right. All year I've been saving to try to get a better place. And then, bam, the boss lays off the whole team. Oof, that ain't right. <laughs> oh yeah, Merry Christmas, am I right? Man, that's tough, but I mean, I'm sure you got some money saved up, so you should be okay for a little bit, right? Oh, uh, yeah, well, but my car is on its last legs. I've needed another one for a while now. Who's going to sell me a car with no job? Oh, and who's going to hire me at this age? Yeah, but, I mean, I'm sure you'll find something. Well, no car, no job. Oh, and did I tell you that the uh, woman that my sister set me up with on a date tomorrow night just sent me a text saying something's come up? So... Jeez. The hits just keep on coming. But I mean, come on. Christmas is coming. Thinking about all the time you'll be able to spend with your friends and family. I'm not quite sure that you're getting the picture that I'm painting here, my friend. Look, look. I hear you. I promise I do. When I'm in a tough situation, I just, I just tend to see things through a different filter, that's all. I trust. Actually, I have faith that things are going to be all right. Faith? Yeah, see, faith is, uh, faith is, uh, faith is trusting in God who is for you. Yeah. You see, and faith is what happens to you. When you put your trust in God, all your problems won't miraculously disappear, but he will see you through it. <laughs> well, sure, I suppose so, but I mean, look at my situation right now. I mean, no job, no car. I am wearing the last cup of coffee that I can afford. <laughs> I think fate! Fate is kicking me when I'm down. No, 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 no brother. Again, not, f not fate, but faith. You see, maybe God is clearing the path so that you can see him. Again, so when you put your trust in him, your problems won't miraculously disappear like this. But he will see you through it. Well, that does sound pretty nice. I mean, isn't that what the heart of Christmas is all about? It's not the, the gifts or the, the money that we can spend, but it's the hope that we have in Jesus. And, and that's what, what his birth means for us. Thanks. Take care.
here and Merry Christmas and I don't know what your life is like right now I don't know if you're more like Bill just having a hard time having a merry little Christmas life just isn't working out the way he wanted and it's hard for him to think his troubles will be gone away or maybe you're more like Brad Brad has faith he understands who God is and wherever you're coming from this morning we want to say that this morning well this is Christmas that God loves us. This is Christmas that God came down into this messy world so that we could have a relationship with God, so that we could have some of that joy and hope and peace. We throw those words around a lot at Christmas, but the reality of Christmas is that because God came down, we can have a relationship and have some of that. And that's what we're celebrating this morning. And that's the reason that no matter what's going on in our lives, we can actually sing joy, to the world, the Lord has come. We can sing joy to the world because the Lord is come. 
And so right now, I want you to stand up and say Merry Christmas to the person next to you and get ready to sing Joy to the World. So stand up, say Merry Christmas.
Well, as I said, welcome. We're so glad you chose to spend Sunday morning with us. Now, I mentioned that these words of you know, hope and love and joy and peace, and the great news is those are great words. And as a church, we try to help as many people as possible to experience that love and joy and peace and kindness that we throw around at Christmas. And our job is to try to do this all year round, not just at Christmas. And so if you're new here, if, if this is one of your first times or if you're relatively new, we'd love to get to know you a little bit. Right after the service, we have a guest lounge. It's right through those doors on my left, your right, in the Next Steps room. And if you stop by there, we have a gift for you and we'd also just love to meet you and, and share a little bit about the church and, and who we are. And the, the, for the rest of us, now our goal for the December is also to remember Christmas. The true message of Christmas, not just today and, and not just on Sundays, but throughout our lives. And so we have some great services plans. Next Sunday, we have great services planned right here that help us really celebrate Christmas. And then on Christmas Eve, we also have three great services. And we have a family service at five o'clock that has special elements for kids in preschool and elementary age. And we have a contemporary service at 6.30. And then we also have a traditional candlelight communion service at 8.30. And these are just great times for you to come here and be able to kind of sit back and truly understand what Christmas is. Right now, I'm gonna pray for our offering. And if you're new here, please, this is not a time where you need to give, but those of us who come regularly, this is a time where we give to support the work that's going on here at the church and also the work that we do around the world. So let's pray for our offering. God, we again thank you so much, so much for who you are, so much for what you've done at Christmas. You sent your son into this world so that we could have that love and joy and peace, patience, kindness, all the things that you desire in our lives. And so we come this morning grateful. We're thankful for who you are as a God. We're thankful for what you are doing and will do in our lives. And right now, we're gonna give back. And we thank you that we can give back to your work to support the great work that's going on in this church and around the world. So please now, accept our tithes and offerings. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen.
This is me confessing. This is me admitting. This is me trying to turn around. Trying to turn around the thing that happens every year. Because this. This is where Christmas begins. Dear Christmas, it's not you, it's me. Every year you come around. And every year I hope that I'll have peace and joy and wonder. Every year I place my hope in the gifts you ask me to buy, but I still feel empty. Every year I chase after the seasonal traditions you bring, but I never catch up. Every year I organize my family gatherings that you encourage, but I still need to belong. They're all good things, I know, but they're not the best things. So maybe this is where I go back. Maybe this is where I go back to where it all really begins. Wherever you are, no matter how far, I'm back. 
And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn.
and in the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night and an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear and the angel said to them fear not for behold I bring you good news of a great joy that will be for all the people for unto you is born this day in the city of David a savior who is Christ the Lord and this will be a sign for you you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased when the angels went away from them into heaven the shepherds said to one another let us go over to bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the lord has made known to us and they went with haste and found mary and joseph and the baby lying in a manger
This nativity scene just portrayed for us, this is Christmas. The scripture uh, in video form just read for us, this is Christmas. Christmas is the birth of Jesus, the Savior, announced by angels singing, born in Bethlehem's barn, laid in an animal's feeding box. Christmas is not just cookies and decorations. Christmas is God's most important message to the world. Christmas is God's message to you. What's the message? Well, uh, some 30 years after his birth, Jesus himself said this about the message of his coming at Christmas. He said, for God so loved the world, meaning you, that he sent his one and only son, meaning Jesus, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So what Jesus is saying here is that the message of Christmas is that in him, God loves you enough to die for you so that he can offer to you a relationship with him that begins now and lasts for all eternity. And you might say, I find that hard to believe. I find it hard to believe that the God of the whole universe came at Christmas because he loves me and wants a relationship with me. If that's you, you're in good company because I'm sure that those shepherds outside Bethlehem thought the same thing. But then God appears to them 
in angel form and through the angels sing out to them a personal invitation saying, come to me. Come to me through the Savior lying in a manger. And I bet those wise men would have said the same thing, that they find it hard to believe that the God of the vast heavens loved them and wanted a personal relationship with them. But then they saw the star. And I'm sure at first they thought the star was just random chance and that they were following fate. But when they followed that star, it did not lead them to impersonal fate. It led them to a holy person. And when those magi knelt before Jesus, they were rejecting fate and they were embracing faith in the God who personally drew them to him through the star. I love the story in the Bible about the star because the star shows the lengths, the extreme lengths that God will go to in order to reach lost people like me. God went to extreme lengths. I mean, light years stream lengths in order to put the star in just the right place at the right time so that these lost people, ordinary lost people, would receive the message of God's extreme love. And maybe that's you today. Maybe you are the one who has received God's extreme heaven and earth moving kind of love because God's placed you at just the right place at the right time to hear this message of God's extreme love for you. Maybe you're lost today. Maybe you feel adrift or unfulfilled or aching inside. I know I did uh, before I received Jesus. What I didn't know at the time was this. What I didn't know is that while I was aching in a sense of separation from God, God was aching even more for me. And the same goes for you. As much as you may ache in separation from God, God aches even more for you. Uh, my twins are in college now, but uh, I think back to when they were like four years old, and uh, Jen and I brought the kids for some Christmas shopping at the Trumbull Mall. And so my wife took my daughter uh, to one store, and I took my four-year-old son Parker's hand, and we went to J.C. Penney's. And we went up the escalator to the men's department, and we started among the racks of those expensive dress shirts. Uh, but they were too pricey for me, so I got a cheap dress shirt and then some uh, gift ties to give away for Christmas. And uh, I went to the register, and uh, while I was uh, paying for the stuff, uh, I got out my wallet and looked down, and Parker wasn't there. I looked to my right, he wasn't there. I looked to my left, he wasn't there. I looked in the, or across the counter, he wasn't there. I looked across the aisle, he wasn't there. If you're a parent, you know the panic that I am talking about right now. And my heart was pounding in my ears. And I remember at that moment, I just tossed the wallet to the clerk and then started running around looking and calling. And after a frantic little uh, calling and looking, I found him. 
he was there back among the expensive dress shirts. And uh, Parker now claims that he wasn't lost, that he was trying to get me to upgrade my wardrobe. Now, uh, just before I go on, I just want to emphasize that this scene of losing my four-year-old took about 45 seconds, the whole thing, about 45 seconds. And I, I emphasize that, not for you, uh, but because my wife is listening to this, and uh, she may not have heard this story before. So let me tell you that uh, when I found my lost child, that was such a reunion of pure joy. I mean, 45 seconds is eternity for a father who is longing for his child. And your heavenly father longs for you just like that. Your heavenly father longs for the pure joy of being united in a relationship with you. Sin separates me, separates you from God. So God came in Jesus at Christmas so that he could die on the cross for you so that now he with nail-scarred hand could reach out to you and offer you the gift of complete forgiveness and a relationship with God that will last forever. And it's yours if you receive it. This is God's message for you. This is Christmas. Let's pray. So this is Christmas and God is reaching out to you. You can reach back just by speaking to God in prayer. Not out loud, but just between you and God. You might want to say something like this. God, I don't want to ache in separation from you anymore. So right now, I receive the gift of your forgiveness through my faith in Jesus and what he did on the cross for me. And Jesus, from now on, I give my life to follow you, my Savior, King. Amen.
guys stay standing for a second here, but this is Christmas. That God, who created the entire universe, came down to this earth for you and for me. He came down so that we could have a relationship with God, so that we could have that joy, that peace, that love that we like to talk about. And some of you here are are feeling like, man, I, I really need some of that. Some of you are like in Bill's position here where, where you said, my life isn't quite what I want and I need that peace. Some of us here, life's going okay, our job's okay, our family's okay, but we realize there's something missing. And, and for those of us, I want to encourage you today to realize that God is reaching out to you like a father. And if that's you, I want to encourage you. We do actually, we have a prayer room out by the front doors. And there's an opportunity for you to go in and talk more about what it would mean to actually have that relationship with God. And for the rest of us, our hope is that we came here to experience that love, the joy, the hope that is Christmas, and then we get to take that home. Because this is Christmas that that we can take the love that God shows us and show it to our family. This is Christmas that we can take hope and take it to our workplace. That we can take peace and take it to our communities. That is Christmas, and that is what we get to celebrate today. And now I want to say that we've got one last gift for you. And you're already standing, which is good, because I think you're going to need to dance a little bit. (laughs) As we celebrate Christmas now. Hit it. Thank you for watching and listening to our sermons online, and we hope that uh, you will be inspired to live more like Jesus through these. Please check out blackrock.org for more information about our church. Know that you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, and also uh, know that you can give uh, to BlackRock and to our ministry through PushPay, through our mobile app, 
and on our website. Your uh, donations and your support of our ministry allows us to have uh, these videos online and for us to impact our community.